What's up, everybody? It's Jeremiah. And I'm David. And we are the With You podcast, and we are here tonight. We are going to be talking about balance and discipline. You know, those are two very important things for a healthy life, for a successful life. And, you know, at any stage of life, you're dealing with, you know, making choices, making decisions, where to put your focus, where to put your time. And it's important that you're really looking at it with the full picture of like, how much time am I giving to each part of my life? And then as well as having discipline and making sure that you're not just giving yourself too much to certain areas. You know what I mean? Even if those areas might feel great. Um, So that's kind of what we're going to unpack tonight. But just to start, let's go through maybe just some of our routines that both of us kind of hold that help keep us balanced. What are some of the things that you do as a high school senior getting ready to graduate that help you keep balance like in your everyday life? What what does that look like? So for me, one of my, one of the most important things for me is I I get up in the morning. I get up uh, about 7.15 ish. I, you know, I get ready. I get all my stuff done and I eat breakfast. Then I go to school. And thankfully, I'm only at school for about an hour um, because I was able to take um, college classes like, you know, whatever. And flex flex on us. Go ahead. Yep. 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 (laughs) Um, And so after school, I get home Mm -hmm. and I'm either going to work or uh, on most days or on, for example, Tuesdays, I'm coming out to work at the church. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to work myself into a routine with that. And so but on normal days when I'm working at at home, like with my with my family, uh, with my dad, I'm able to work most of the day, and then when I get home, I'm able to spend time with the family, eat dinner, and then after that, I'm able to play my guitar and spend time, you know, making sure that I'm focusing on on that because I know that I need to be good at that. Mm-hmm. I need that. I know that I need to put focus and um, effort into getting better at that, as well as spending time with God in prayer and in 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 Bible study. So getting to know him personally through his word and making sure that, you know, I'm focusing myself and focusing my mind on who he is and having a heart after him. Yeah. What would you say is like the hardest part of that routine to hold in place? Is there like one thing that's like more difficult than the other? Does it always just kind of flow the same way when you hold those things together? I I think the most difficult part is not being too tired or not making an excuse Mm -hmm. for being too tired especially when it comes to working out like as you like I didn't even mention that yeah because yeah. I try to work that in but that's not always like my first priority right especially like after I work you know eight hours or whatever it is yeah it's tough I think for me like especially with the nature of my job it's kind of weird because like you know I, I work at a church and so the office hours aren't really like this nine to five like regimented thing you know sometimes I might work like a couple hours or a few hours actually at the building and in the location where we're at. But then I might have to edit for, you know, four hours on top of that. Or we might have a service that night where I'm preaching and talking to kids and you know what I mean? And like giving people rides afterwards and I don't get home until a certain time. So with just kind of the nature of the schedule, it's kind of tough sometimes, especially for me to like establish this everyday thing, you know what I mean? And so sometimes it's like, okay, my Mondays look all the same. You know what I mean? My Mondays are like, okay, I wake up, I'm able to work out, I'm able to do this, clean, read, whatever I need to do. Um, But then Tuesday is not going to look like that. You know what I mean? But then Wednesday during the day, I'll be able to make it look like Monday. So it's kind of hard to, you know, keep that same exact routine for every single day. Um, But I think that you kind of hit on the head where it's like, sometimes it's just hard because you're tired. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's difficult because you sit there and you're like, you go through all this stuff, you go through your day, you do what you need to do. And then it's hard sometimes to put the attention where you need to put it. You know what I mean? Especially when it comes to like reading your word, spending time in God's presence and working out, you know what I mean? And and I think like maybe for me personally, like just with life, I think that a lot of times I get content, you know what I mean? Just like with health even And even with like my, you know, relationship with Jesus, it's like, okay, I'm good. You know what I mean? Do you ever feel that way or like, yeah, I was actually, I was going to address that because, um, one of the things that 
like because it is it is a struggle to maintain a constant routine mm-hmm. and to always get everything done that you want to get done. It's mm-hmm. hard and it and it's something that I've struggled I struggle with. Like, you know, it's not like everybody struggles with maintaining the routine. And one of the things I do focus on is that if I do miss a step in my routine to not let it go for more than right. three or four days. Because I know that if it does, then it's gonna turn into nothing. Like it's not gonna be important anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously certain things are not going to change. Like it's always going to be important, but it's going to be hard for me to get back. It, the longer it goes, the harder it is to get back in the routine of it. Right. And so um, getting content with something, like you can be content with it for a day or two, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. like, or depending on what it is, like working out, like, okay, like, you know, a couple of days, like, you know, I'm so tired. Like I've been working all day, you know, I'm super sore. Like I'm mentally exhausted. Okay. But when it comes to something like, reading your word and spending time in God's presence. Right. At that point, you can be content for a day, maybe really not even, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to, because we should always be seeking him Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Like there's Mm -hmm. always something that we can learn. And that's one of my favorite parts about being a Christian is that there's always more to learn and being content is not really something that you should ever really feel right. And, and it does happen Mm -hmm. because we're human, you know, like we're not perfect, but at the same time, like allowing that to get out of hand is something that mm-hmm. is not okay. Yeah, I think for me, like especially just recently, I've dealt with like I went through this huge like lifestyle change, weight loss, like year basically, and like I was super strict at the beginning. You know what I mean? But it's easy to be super strict when you're like really, really unhealthy and really, really overweight. You know what I mean? Because you're like constantly seeing this goal of like, okay, I look. I look like this. I want to look like that. I want to look like that. I want to look like that. But then like, once you get to that place where it's like, Oh, okay. Like my clothes fit now. And like, I look how I want to look and you know, I don't really need to go as hard. You kind of take your foot off of the gas a little bit. Um, and it's dangerous to do that. Right. Because you can, you can fall back into old patterns. You can fall back into old behaviors. You can start to really lose your identity of, of, you know, who you are. And who you've created in that, you know what I mean? In that process of, of setting these things in place. Um, have you ever dealt with that? Like, not only just with like health or anything like that, but maybe in other areas of like routine, like maybe with God or, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel about that kind of thing? Like, like falling back on. Yeah. Like falling, like maybe taking your foot off of the gas yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think that specifically in like the God area mm-hmm. and the, I mean, working out too. Yeah. But, yeah. um, until I was really like a couple months ago when I've really like made the decision, I really struggled with finding time and putting effort into, into that. And I did, Mm -hmm. and I did do that, but it wasn't every day. Right. And even now it's not every day, but it's still a lot. Like it's like when I, like I do it almost every day. Yeah. But I, and I haven't gotten to the point where I haven't done it for a week. Mm -hmm. I haven't done Mm -hmm. it for three two, three days. Right. And, and on the workout side, like, you know, I played, play multiple sports. And so working out was like, it was always like put off because like during season, if I worked out then I wouldn't be able to perform. Right. Yeah. That's how it was for me. Mm -hmm. And so like lifting and that sort of thing always like became like, like it was an off season thing. Right. So it was the summer. So I would lift through the summer then soccer started and I wouldn't be lifting basketball. I wouldn't be lifting. Mm-hmm. And even after that, like I would just be very lazy because I don't really have like a problem with what I look like. Like mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I look good. Obviously I'd like to look better, but putting in all that effort when it's hard yeah, and I'm tired all the time. Something. And there's not something that's like staring at you. Right. Like this is a so, huge issue. Right. So, so something like that, I really like, I, I just, you know, it's hard and I want to, and mm-hmm. I'm going to, Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get started, but you know, you have to get to the point where if you, if you aren't, if you, or you haven't, you have to get started. Yeah. And if you have backslidden or you have fallen out of that habit, mm-hmm. you need to start. Like you can't right. just expect it to happen or you can't expect one day. Oh yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm going to get back into it. Yeah. It takes time. It takes time to build a habit. It takes time to build discipline. Mm-hmm. And the only way to build that is by doing it. Yeah. And I think discipline is the key there. Like, for any of this, like you can't create balance. You can't create, you know, routines or good habits or any of that stuff without saying, okay, 
I'm making a choice to do this and I'm not going to listen to how I feel. I'm not going to listen to the energy level that I have. I'm not going to listen to anything that is going on in my life because those are all the things that would stop you. Right. But it's saying, okay, in spite of all this stuff, I'm still going to go and do what I said I'm going to do. You know what I mean? And I think that's the hardest part for anybody is deciding like, okay, let me develop some discipline. And that's not like fun. You know what I mean? Discipline isn't a fun thing to try to sit there and develop, but it's a character trait that everybody needs because it spills over. You know what I mean? Everything. Exactly. Yeah. It activates in everything. And I think like specifically with my wife as a Christian, Mm -hmm. I was able to backslide because I wasn't disciplined and I hadn't, like you said, make that made that decision to be, to be disciplined Mm -hmm. and to be perfect disciplined and to make sure that I'm, feeding myself spiritually Mm -hmm. and in the same way with working out like you know you're you need to feel you need to make you know you like we're temples of the holy spirit right so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. our physical body is important and and making sure that we're healthy and that's probably part of why like i don't feel like i need to work out all the time is because i am healthy right and like my body like i'm not fat right yeah so so something like that is a struggle for me but that still doesn't mean that it shouldn't Something you shouldn't work at. Right. Just because like, again, like back to the content thing, like I don't, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be content just because I'm good enough Mm -hmm. in any area, whether that's spiritual, physical, or like work, like when you're, when you're in business or at a job, making sure that you're always getting better and striving to be better is extremely important. And that comes from, from discipline. From discipline. Yeah. Because you develop those habits, you know what I mean? And I think that a lot of people, when they get into these places where they feel stuck or these places where you know, maybe I'm not where I want to be with God or maybe I'm not where I want to be physically or whatever it is in work, in my relationships, in any of that stuff. I think that we expect to hit home runs. You know what I mean? It's like you either home run or you strike out when that's not really how it is. Like every single day is not going to be a home run when you're working to develop something like discipline. Like you want to swing it out of the park and say, okay, I don't struggle anymore with, you know, reading my Bible. I don't struggle anymore with listening to the Holy Spirit. I don't struggle anymore with eating bad foods. That's not how it goes. You know what I mean? Like over the past year, year and a half now almost, um, I've worked on just eating healthy. You know what I mean? Eating healthy and working out and I've lost almost a hundred pounds, but that wasn't an overnight thing. Like it's been a year and a half. And so like to do that every single day, it wasn't like, okay, I woke up today and I ate a salad and now I'm just, I look exactly how I want to look and I'm good, right? Like it was every single day where it was like, okay, I'm going to start somewhere. I'm going to not eat Taco Bell, (laughs) you know, five times this week. Maybe I'm only going to eat it twice this week. And then the week after that, okay, maybe I'm only going to cut it down to one time this week. And then the week after that, let me just cut back even more. Let me replace it with some healthier options. I'm going to start walking. Then I'm going to start working out. Then I'm going to start doing CrossFit. Then I'm going to start. So you see what I'm saying? It's it's base hits. And you, those base hits add up where it's these small increments that you take steps forward. And by the time you get to where you want to be, it might look like a home run to everybody else. But it was work every single day developing, you know, those good habits. Yeah. And you can have a home run for oh, a yeah. day or yeah, for yeah, a yeah. week Absolutely. or for a month. Right. And then the next day, it could be terrible. Yes. So, you, you know, it's good to focus on when you do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to not think that because you did it perfect or you did it super good or super well or you hit all your points for a week or for a month or even just for a day. Like, that, yeah. that's not the end. It's not going to be like that every single right. time. It's yeah. not. And because because we're trying to better ourselves every day. We need to make sure that we're always working and mm-hmm. we're not content and we're not saying, oh, I hit the home run today. I'm done. Yeah. Or I'm good. Yeah. Even after, even if you hit the home run, there's still going to be more to do. There's mm-hmm. always more to do. Mm-hmm. There's a world to explore and there's an infinite God to learn and understand yeah. about. And, you know, we're never going to look perfect or we're never going to sound, we're never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's important to always make sure that we are striving and to not, yeah. not get content. And so that discipline almost allows us to have that balance, right? Like if, because you have to be disciplined in that too, in the good and the bad. And I think even more so in the good, because I feel like the bad stuff is easy to fall into. Right. And it's easy to identify as like, oh, this is holding me back or this is messing my life up. But on the flip side of that, if you let yourself be fed in the wrong way, in a good way, 
your pride, your ego, your desires, the things that you want emotionally, if that's all you're serving and that's all you're feeding, you become a slave to those things too, right? And you become so intoxicated with always feeling that way that it becomes this obsession that you can't control and you're out, you're not disciplined in that either. You know what I mean? And I think, I think a good example of it is like when you played basketball, when you would have a terrible game, I would always be super like, oh my gosh, it's all good. Like you're doing great. I'd send you these long, you know what I mean? Encouraging messages, like pointing out every single great thing that you possibly did and, you know, trying to lift you up. And then when you had a good game, it'd be like, yeah, you good. It was straight, but you can do better. You see what I mean? And so it was trying, it was, it was an attempt to keep you balanced in the middle of that, where if you low, don't stay low. But if you hide, don't get too high either because you have to be in the middle. You know what I mean? And understand that there's going to be good and there's going to be bad, but you have to stay straight and focused on what you need to do, you know? Yeah. yeah. And be humble about it too. Exactly. Because again, like just because you're doing great doesn't mean that you're the best. No. And just because you're doing bad doesn't mean that you're going to be the worst. Exactly. Um, and you I, can't guard me either way. Okay. You know what I mean? And that's the bottom line. <laughs> anyways. Yeah. That's why I beat you in one-on-one <laughs> and in 2v2. But anyways, um, the only thing that like that we like there's nothing that we should be totally focused on mm-hmm. that takes us away from our calling right and so like for example like basketball was something that would bring me out of who i am and mm. it would it would it would mess with my character and and not that like it was a bad thing because basketball is good like i was active like i was mm. physical like i was working like i was with a team but at the same time it made me so tired that i wasn't able to start a podcast until after mm-hmm. I wasn't able to really give time to guitar or really give time to studying God's word and spending time in his presence because I would have school all day and then mm-hmm. I would have basketball until dinner time mm-hmm. or ap- until after dinner time. And then I would come home and I would, and I would want to eat dinner and then I want to shower. And at that point it's basically it's time for bed. Yeah. And if I had any type of homework, like that's all I would be able to do. Mm-hmm. So something like that creates it or creates a dilemma because then it's like, where do I find this healthy balance? Yeah, of the balance is gone. Able to feed my physical body as well as my spiritual body because mm-hmm. I really struggled with that. Yeah, and I still had church on Sundays, but I wasn't able to go to midweeks. I wasn't lot, like you know what I mean like these mm-hmm. other these other things I should have been doing. I wasn't able to do. I'm yeah. not saying sports are bad by any means. Like I love sports and right. I've played plenty of sports and I know you played too, but it like I, I wasn't able to find that. I, I tried and I mm-hmm. tried for multiple years trying to find that balance. Yeah. And I think because our basketball team was so good this year that it was a little bit different because I put a lot more into it than I had previous years or with soccer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like with soccer, like I was still able to find a balance mm-hmm. and I wasn't playing guitar at that point. So that made it easier to, it's a little different to, but but still, like trying to trying to make sure my focus was in the right place and maintaining that balance and discipline of, okay, like this is who I am. Like I need to make sure that I'm studying my word. I need to make sure that I'm playing guitar. I need to, and I was technically working out by playing basketball. I right. Mean, yeah. You know I, mean? like, I was still active. Yeah. But I wasn't able to maintain. And and so again, like what you said, like when I had a bad game, that would tear me apart. Mm-hmm. And when I had a good good game, I would just be like, okay, everything's like, great. Like it wouldn't matter. Like it was just whatever. But and then you would obviously humble me and say, like, you know, like you can still do better. Right. And I think it's also important to have somebody, if you can, to have a mentor, to have somebody that will bring you up when you're down, but also not let you, like you said, get too high. Yeah. And that was extremely important for me in basketball, but also just in life. Like, Mm. you know, when you when you do something wrong or when something's like not going your way, bring me up. But when I am doing everything right, tell me that I'm not perfect and Mm -hmm. remind me that I'm not doing everything like right, like yeah, there's, there's like still, there's work, still to do. work to do, and there's still things to be done, right? Because you know that's important. It's important to remember that, you know, even though everything's going right, it doesn't mean that nothing can go wrong. Yeah, because and that's and that's a part of like you being disciplined can only take you so far. Like, it's hard to do stuff on your own. Even you know, when you set a goal, there's stats and it, they talk about it. Like when you write it down, your chances go up by whatever, like 50%. But then they talk about when you do it with somebody else and partner along with somebody else to do something, your chances go up. I think it's like 85 to like 90% of actually accomplishing the thing that you set out to do. And so, yes, there's a really important step of like finding balance and discipline on your own. 
because discipline will help you. You know what I mean? When you don't feel like doing something, having those character traits established and knowing who you are and having that routine. Yeah, absolutely. You'll be able to say, okay, cool. Like I'm able to do this regardless of how I feel. But at the same time, there's days when you forget, you know what I mean? There's days where you don't feel like yourself. There's days when you don't feel like the amazing person that you've worked at for the past year and a half. You feel like crap. You know what I mean? And so it is very important to have that person that will point to you and be like, listen, that's not who you are. You know what I mean? And straight up, that's not who you are. And that's hurtful sometimes. And that can be painful. But at the same time, if you don't have anybody in your life that's willing to do that and willing to call that out, then you're you're not ha- you're not surrounded by people that are pushing you to be who you who you're supposed to be. Right. And so for me, one of the one of the hardest things or some one of the things I've struggled with in maintaining balance with is making sure that I get enough sleep. Mm-hmm. And you pointed it out, but when I don't get enough sleep, I'm often not acting in, in who I am. And I'm not grumpy able, poem. Right. Like I'm not able to <laughs> I'm not able to display my character. I'm not able to act accordingly. Yeah. Really anywhere. And it's not even it's not intentional at all. No. It's just because I'm tired. Like I'm not aware of how you're feeling or how these people are feeling or how the spirit's moving or mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not aware of those things because I'm so tired and I'm focused on myself and I'm trying to, you know, be aware. But it doesn't come naturally when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. So something that I've really been working on is making sure that I can go to bed on time. Right. And I'm yeah. not staying up past midnight talking to a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard. And yeah, and we've had those conversations where it's like, bro, that's not who you are. You know what I mean? And and there's things even with me too that I've I've had issues with where, you know, I don't act like myself when I'm feeling super lazy or <laughs> when I'm just feeling you know, insecure about whatever that day. But yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to identify that on your own sometimes. Yeah. You know is. what I mean? It Be- really is. Because you don't realize that you're not over here trying right. to be mean no. and you're not over here trying to say things that are hurting people or treat people in a way that's getting on their nerves, like, or whatever it is that either of us are doing. But that's why it's important. Like I said, is you have somebody else that'll be like, yo, like, bro, that's not okay. You know yeah, what I exactly. mean? And like, yeah. And then and I, when I address that stuff with you, it's not from a place of like, don't do that anymore. It's like, hey, just so you know, like the way you're acting right now is way beneath what I think God's calling is on your life. It's way beneath the relationship that we have. It's not, you know what I mean? The character that you've displayed and, you know, it's hurtful. And so and that that sucks. Right. That doesn't feel good when somebody says that kind of stuff to you or you've said stuff to me like, hey, like. Don't say that that way anymore because that, you know, hurts me or that doesn't make me feel good because of this, that or the third. Like you've pointed that stuff out and and it sucks because you're like, oh, crap, like I didn't mean to do that. But it's still important that that's said, because if it doesn't get said, then you just sitting there in that routine creating bad habits and nobody's checking you. And you're just continuing to go down a path, building habits and character traits that, you know, you don't want. You know what I mean? And you don't want to have. Um, but I think I think a good a good thing you touched on there is like. How do we find balance, I guess, in the things that we like? Right. right? How do we find yeah. discipline in the things that we like is like because you said, OK, talking to a girl or hanging out with friends or mm-hmm. whatever it may be, food that you enjoy or watching TV or watching movies, whatever, listening to music. How is it, I guess, for you? What is your process of understanding like, okay, this is good. These are good things. Even like you said with basketball, this is a good thing. This is something that's positive. But how do you find control in that and say, okay, let me not do it too much because too much of a good thing is not good. Yeah, um, it's hard. It's not easy. And oftentimes it hurts too. Like specifically when it comes to like a girl like that, like for me, like that hurts because especially Mm -hmm. if I care about them or Mm -hmm. like my friends or my family, like. I care about the, these people and I and I care a lot about spending time with them. But at the same time, I know that I need to spend time with with God. And so when something like that takes me away from being able to focus on who I am, and who I need to be and who I'm called to be. Then at that point and I become aware and it, and it often takes a long time or a little bit of time for me to become aware of that. But once I do 
having that conversation with my family or with my friends or with that girl, it, it needs to happen. Right. And it's something that I've been able to do a couple of times, like even within this last week, which yeah. is kind of interesting. But yeah. um, so being able to talk about that and how, helping them understand why I think has been the easiest way for me to do that. And, and even so like with food or, you know, like these things that I really enjoy doing, um, like camping or like, you know, um, finding a balance where it's like, okay, like I can do these things, but they need to be done in moderation or with food. Like I can eat this, but it can be done. In it needs to be right. done in moderation yeah. because I shouldn't be overindulging or so obsessed with something that I need it to be okay. Right. Or I need it to be able to fee feel emotionally fulfilled mm -hmm. because the only thing or the only like place I should be going to feel that is it's the Holy God. spirit. And yeah. he's the only person that is ever going to actually feel me yeah. or feel me for eternity because I can be filled temporarily by a girl or by my friends or by the food that I really enjoy mm -hmm. or whatever. But the only place that I know that I'm going to be fulfilled and the entire whole that I, that I need filled will be through him. Right. Yeah. And that's definitely for me the same way as like, it was my biggest thing was food. Like, by far, it, that was the hardest challenge for me. And, you know, for me, it, w it wasn't, it wasn't like I wanted to, you know, be that way. I didn't want to be super overweight. I didn't want to be super unhealthy, but it was what made me feel good. And when I felt crap, like crap about the way I looked or I felt like crap about the way I was feeling, food made me feel better. And so I would just continue to perpetuate and grow the problem because, the thing that was my struggle I was using to make me feel good. And so it hurt because it's like, that's the thing that I really enjoy. And it, it made me feel happy. And so cutting that out is like hard sometimes, you know what I mean? Maybe it's for whoever's listening. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's, you know, like I said, watching movies, watching TV, maybe it's something negative. Maybe it's drugs, maybe it's alcohol, whatever it is. It's hard sometimes because those things bring you pleasure, but it's very, very important that we check those things, you know what I mean? And make sure that we're being disciplined, even in the things that are good. Um, I wanted to share. So the other day I was telling you in my prayer time and word time, I kind of was just like talking to the Holy Spirit and he gave me some some questions, I guess. And I made it into like a note, basically, of like just it almost turned into like a sermon, basically. So I'm going to I'm going to um, speak on this at our youth group tomorrow. Um, but really it came down to three different things and like, they have questions under each thing. So I just want to share real quick. Um, do you have it open? Yes. Okay. So I'll do the character one, then you can do emotions and I'll do future. Cool. Okay. So the first one that I kind of heard the Holy spirit saying was character. And are you acting true to your character and what God's called? So the question under that is, am I maintaining in the integrity of who I am and who God has called me to be, what am I most focused on? And so that's a question you can ask yourself. You know what I mean? With that, with whatever it is, good, bad, whatever situation you're going through in life, whatever you're giving your attention to, especially on the topic of balance and discipline, is am I maintaining the integrity of who I am and who God has called me to be? And what am I most focused on? Because that's going to determine our character. Is, is, is this making me be somebody who's not me? Or is this making me be who God's called me to be? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think specifically, like, when it comes to, like, we talked a little bit about, like, focusing on bad things. Mm -hmm. I think when you focus on bad things, oftentimes you'll feel, like, right away that it hurts. Mm -hmm. Or you'll feel right away this is wrong. Right. But you'll keep doing it because it, bring, it might bring you temporary pleasure. Right. But you'll see in the moment that it's wrong. Yeah. But with good things, it's harder to identify, especially initially, because like even like with basketball, like I didn't notice how it was making me act. Right. And I didn't notice that like you pointed out one time, like I woke up super early in the morning and was watch watching film. Like that's all I that's all mm -hmm. I was doing. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I was focused on. Right. And again, like there's nothing wrong with basketball. There's nothing wrong with watching film. No. But it was hindering me from being able to focus on who I'm called to be and who God told me that I am and who yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So. Um, moving on to emotions, this, it says, am I in control of my emotions? Am I setting boundaries and standards to protect my heart and how am I treating others? So for me, that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm, I have, like, you know, we all have emotions yes. and I feel very strongly about people because 
I care about people a lot and I don't like I'm not I'm not really one to have tons and tons of friends. I have certain people that I've, you know, that I really enjoy being around mm-hmm. that I spend a lot of time with. So when somebody close to me like that hurts me, it's very, it, like, it hurts me a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, like, you know, it, it takes me away. It takes my focus from, again, like, who I need to be. Right. And, and not again, not saying that that's bad. Mm-hmm. And it, it's good to, like, to, like, to, to be to have people that you care about. And it's mm-hmm, good to mm-hmm. enjoy spending time with people. Yeah. But it shouldn't take you to the point that it changes your character. Yeah. And takes you away from spending time with with the Lord or spending time in, in worship and spending time in his presence. It shouldn't consume your mind to the point that's the only thing that you're able to think about. And and also if it causes you to treat other people mm-hmm. differently. Yeah. If it distracts you from not seeing the person who needs prayer or not seeing the sad person in the store and saying, like, I'm so focused on myself that I don't care what you're thinking or I don't care where you're at because it's not okay. And Mm -hmm. you can't allow your emotions to determine your faith. Right. And you can't allow it to determine your character either. Right. Or your life at all, because that's where, that's where you get trapped and that's where you have to have control of your emotions and you have to take those thoughts captive and you have to say, listen, I might feel sad, or I might feel really in love, or I might feel really happy, or I might feel whatever it is, but you have to make sure that you have those standards and those boundaries in place to say, I'm not going to let this take me out of who I am. I'm not going to let this control how I'm treating others. You know, one of the craziest things um, that I've, I've realized, especially just over like losing weight and things like that, is that when my emotions are under control, the way I treat other people has changed completely. Yes. And and people have asked me, or well, not people have asked me, people have pointed out so much how much my character has changed in the past two years. Because, like, I started, you know, doing youth group two years ago, and that's when I started this. And they're like, yeah, you were cool, you were nice, but, like, over the past two years, there's just been a complete transformation. And I even asked God during it, was like, look, as I lose weight, as it's less of me, I want it to be more of you. Like, I want your presence to be felt. I want people to feel welcomed. I want people to feel safe and protected and all of those things when they're with me. Like, I want them to feel that. And he's honored that. You know what I mean? And I've I've felt that change, and I've just been kinder. I've been happier. And, and I continue to pray for that almost every single week. I just We just talked about this a few days ago. It's like, God, soften my heart for people. You know what I mean? And And just make me kinder every single day because that's hard. Your emotions are very strong emotions are very hard to fight with and it's your flesh right and your flesh and your spirit are always at war with each other and so if we're not constantly you know and consistently making an effort and an intentional focus on saying okay I'm going to take these under control then we're missing it you know what I mean we're missing who we're supposed to be as Christians we're missing what we're supposed to do with our lives and how we're supposed to treat other people and all of those things um but I thought it was cool kind of for this one. You, you talked about it and being able to pay attention to things. The other night you had a really cool situation and yeah, definitely share, you know, you have to share that, that story. Cause that was amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So the other day, so my uncle was having a really, really big surgery mm-hmm. on his back. So um, I went to dinner with him and it, this was the night before his surgery. So I went to dinner with him and you know, I like went in thinking that I was going to have to minister to him, you know, like he was going to need like somebody to give him assurance and, to, and, to, you know, yeah. and so I did, but he was also kind of like at the point where like, I didn't realize that he was being like, he was a Christian or like, I thought I didn't think that he was saved. Right. But so I was like, oh dang, like, you know, I didn't really get to minister to him the way that I thought I did. Not that again, like not that's bad, um, but I did get to pray with him. And so that was really cool. And so when I left, I was driving, like I was driving and I was going to call you to let you know how it went because I knew that you were praying, whatever, and you didn't answer. So I was just like, okay, like, you know, he'll just call me back. And I was listening to my music, you know, my Christian rap music, super fire. But <laughs> anyway, so I'm driving home yeah. and like, I, like I'm, I'm on this bridge, like, like to go home and I see this guy and I'm like, like, and he's leaning over the fence, like his arms up, leaning over the fence. And I'm like, you know, that's weird. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody doing that before. And so in my mind, I was just like, okay, like he's just, like he's just running and he's tired. Like he's, I'm, like I, I'm literally thinking, there's nothing wrong. He's not suicidal. Like there, you know, he's like he's probably just tired. And 
as like I literally I, like I pass him and I because I, I saw him like coming up as soon as I passed him I, I just was like no like there's something wrong mm-hmm. like there's something wrong and I feel the Holy Spirit like telling me like turn around like turn around turn around turn around and I'm like why like you know like I'm I'm fighting with myself like why am I feeling that and so I'm like man like I don't like you know I'm just telling myself like oh no he's okay but I just keep hearing hearing the Holy Spirit tell me turn around turn around turn around and so eventually I'm like okay like I need to turn around like there's no way I'll be able to live with myself knowing that I like I don't go help him like if if he was suicide like there's no way so like I passed a couple of driveways I'm like oh missed that one missed that one but then eventually I turn I turn and I turn around as I'm going back, I'm like, you know what? He's not even going to be there. Like, he's not going to be there. He's going to be fine. Like, right. he's just going to be whatever. And I get up to him. Like, I get our guy. I get up to the bridge, and there he is on the other side of the bridge. So I'm in the right lane. He's across the left lane on the. So it's just a two lane bridge. Mm-hmm. But so he's standing there, and I'm. Uh, I pull up next, or I pull up like like even even with him, and I, and I get his attention. And I say, "Are you okay?" Mm-hmm. And at first, like he turns around and he just looks at me. I said, "Sir, are you okay?" And he's like, what? And I'm like, sir, are you okay? And he's like, no. And so at that moment, I was just kind of like, okay. So like now I know that he's not okay. Right. And so like, I look ahead to see if any cars are coming. I see no. So I put my car in park and I'm like, like, can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? And I'm like, can I pray for you? He's like, no, I'm okay. Like just leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, no, like I can't leave you knowing that you're not okay. Right. I said, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. But I do know that there is somebody in heaven that loves you. Uh-huh. And I love you as well. And that's mm-hmm. why I turn around because, you know, like, I, like we're called to love people. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, there's no way that I'm going to allow this guy to, to do whatever he was going to do. Yeah. And I don't know what he was going to do. And so as we're talking, like, you know, we're parked and we're just in like this, this moment where I'm just pouring out everything that I've heard about who I am and who we are as, as created people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I was able to reach him right? and why I was able to get him to walk. Like he started walking towards me. Yeah. And I'm like, like, like this is just, you know, this is just crazy. Like how is this happening? Yeah. And the big part of that is because I didn't, I, like there was nothing else that I was focused on, but hearing from the Holy spirit. Right. And so, um, as he walked over, um, like there's no cars coming. So he's standing in the middle of the road and we're talking mm-hmm. and, you know, we're talking, I'm pouring out, I'm pouring out like all this love. I'm pouring out like the love of, of God, like everything that I have. Yeah. And eventually I'm like, can I help you get off the bridge? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Mm. And so eventually like I, like cars started coming. So I didn't know what to do. So I just, I was just like, you want to get in my car mm-hmm. and not saying that like you should just randomly invite people. I was going to gonna say you brave for that. Right. One. <laughs> but when the Holy spirit was leading, you knew what it was. I knew though. what it was. Yeah, you knew and I knew, was, yeah. I knew that, like, that the Holy spirit would, would protect anything Mm -hmm. that was going to happen. So he got in my car and we started driving and I asked him, I said, okay, so like, like what's going on, man? Like, 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 you know, what happened? And he, you know, he tells me everything. Yeah. Like he just like, he just poured it out Mm -hmm. and we got to talk and I got to minister and I got to pray with him. And there's no way that I would have been able to do any of that Mm -hmm. without the Holy spirit. Like if I wasn't, totally focused on on that like even mm-hmm. if i was on the phone with you mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I might not have even seen him right yeah. and and even though like like i like without like just in general like mm-hmm. recently i've been like way more in touch with with the holy spirit and hearing from him if i was on the phone with you i probably would have seen it him. yeah and th- it doesn't and and again like that's nothing against you that's nothing against me no but my focus wouldn't have been in the right place where it needed to be yeah. right and so god opened up that moment for a reason right and it's crazy because that that day like a couple hours before that like i wrote down like i did my scripture study and i wrote down my prayer and the first line of my prayer was lord help me to hear you when you call and help me to act when you tell me to mm. mm-hmm. and so like that day <laughs> you know what i mean answer <laughs> right exactly like it was so well, crazy and i might not have even heard that or seen yeah. that if i wasn't being aware and you doing know what, I mean? what you were supposed right. to be doing and i think that too like we had a conversation just like two days before that, where we talked about like, you know, I I asked you, I was like, are you healthy emotionally right now? Like, are you focused on what you need to be focused on? And are you doing what you need to be doing? And you told me like, yeah, you know what I mean? And you were like, yes, I've been doing this, this and this, and that's changed my perspective. And it's, you know, giving me a new focus and that, and we talked about it and we prayed about it. Right. But a week before that, or two weeks before that, I wasn't right. Yeah. And it took, 
you to address it and me to say, hey, like there's something wrong mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me to be able to work on that and get to that point. Because two weeks prior or a week prior, you probably wouldn't have been on. I that. again, like I might not have been yeah. in touch enough with the Holy Spirit and been focused enough to hear what he was saying. Yeah. And I mean, that's something like our, my cousin, Pastor Dominic, always says it. He's like, you can't you can't call upon something that you haven't invested in. And, and that's the truth in anything in life. If you're a, a, a baseball player or, you know, whatever type of athlete, and it's time for you to make that double play and get that ground ball. And if you haven't practiced that, like if I went out there and tried to do it, I would look like a complete idiot, right? Like there's no way I'm even, that ball is going to touch my glove. It's probably going to roll through my legs. I'm going to look stupid. But those people that have put that time and that effort into it, they turn to like it's nothing, right? And that's the same thing with Jesus. And that's the same thing with the Holy Spirit is like, you can't call upon knowledge and you can't call upon authority that you haven't invested any time or focus into because it's not there. God loves you. Jesus loves you and he'll be there for you. You know what I mean? In these moments. But if you're sitting there trying to, you know, walk somebody off of a bridge or, right. you know what I mean? Save somebody's life literally. And you haven't been in your word. If you haven't been focusing on God, if you haven't been in communication with the Holy Spirit, those moments aren't going to go like that. Yeah. And that sucks because there are those moments that are presented in every single person's life every single day because that's what we've been called to do is to love and serve others. And if we're not walking in sync with what God has called us to be and where he's supposed to, where we're supposed to be, we miss it. And, and that's just, that's been a prayer this week and just a prayer recently is like, God focus our minds, focus us on, uh, focus us on just making sure that we're taking this seriously you know what I mean? Give us a new sense of urgency. That's been right. my prayer is like, yeah. you know, the weather's changing. It's kind of getting warmer outside. It's like, Jesus, yeah. don't let us take our foot off the gas, mm-hmm. like in anything that we're doing, but especially in you, like give us a new focus in alignment with what you want so that we don't take it lightly. Cause it's not like you, you literally saved that man's life. That yeah. Night. And he told me that. And that was yeah. like, that was so bizarre to me. And I told him I, when he told me, he was like, you saved my wife. I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't save your life. Right. Because, and right. I gave God yeah. the glory because Absolutely. again, like there's no way that I would have been able to do <laughs> <Right>. that <laughs> if it wasn't for him. Yeah. And it was like, that was so orchestrated by him. It's crazy mm-hmm. because of the way that my emotional, my emotional state changed a few weeks prior, the way that I changed my focus to the point where the only thing that I had going on in my mind was, what's the Holy spirit saying? Right. Like, what is his heart? Like what's going on? Yeah. And, it was like it was orchestrated from a long, long time ago, but right those two weeks was when I was able to make that change because my emotions before that wouldn't have allowed me to, to do, do that. that. Yeah, and you were able to operate in your character. So the last one that was in this note that I wrote from the other day is future. Are the investments of time and attention I'm giving healthy, and am I conducting my life in a way that I will be proud of in five years? And you can insert a timeline there. If you want it to be 10 years, put that pressure on yourself. Go ahead. That's going to be a lot worse. Um, right. But for me, I think five years in, in most situations is healthy. But are the investments of time and attention I'm giving healthy? You know, the thing that God wants the most from us is our time and our attention. It's the most valuable it's asset we the have. The most valuable asset. And, and the devil, too, for, for both sides, light and dark. They both want our attention and our investment of time because if they can get that, that's all he wants. He doesn't want your money. He doesn't want your talent. He doesn't want anything that you can do, any of your performance. God's cool on that. He just wants you to love him, and he gave you the free will to choose that. And so if he's giving you a free will to choose what you want to do and how you want to do it, and all he's asking is for love in return, then think about how valuable that is. The person that created everything. All he wants you is give him attention and give him your love and give him your focus. And so I think it's very important that when we're, you know, thinking about our future and thinking about this kind of like character check, if you will, is that are we giving our attention and our focus to things that are healthy? And is the time and attention I'm giving to these things healthy? You know what I mean? We talked about even the good things, like you said, with basketball. This is a good investment. This is something active. It's a team sport. Like, it's amazing, cool but is this amount of time healthy? You know what I mean? Is this the amount of time that I'm giving to this relationship healthy? Yeah. Is this the amount of time? It, it, it doesn't matter what it is because there has to be, like we said, that balance there. There has to be that balance of saying, okay, yes, give your attention to things that are good. 
but don't give all of it to that. Right. Yeah. And I just went through this kind of change where it was like, I was able or you, and you helped me identify something that was really, really good, Mm -hmm. but it took a lot of my time and a lot of my attention. And although it was healthy in a lot of areas, it was also unhealthy in areas I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. And, and especially so, so it was with a relationship with a girl who's amazing. Like she's super cool. Yes, absolutely. And again, like it's a good thing, but this next month I'm going to be graduating high school. I'm going to be moving out. I need to make sure that I'm super focused in giving everything I have to my family who I only have a month to spend with, especially because I have like little brothers and a little sister who, who long to be with me. I want to be with them too. Yeah. And so investing time into them while I can this next month yeah. is extremely important to me. Mm-hmm. And as well as being able to invest time into, into my relationship with God into my knowledge of his word, into um, guitar, into singing, into all of these things, and into you as well. Like, those are the things that are most important. And Mm -hmm. so, although this girl is amazing, at this time, it's not, it's not healthy. Yeah. And we address that and, and it's time will come. But right now, because of the season that I'm in, and because I'm looking for like, like this other question for five years, I'm looking at my life in a month. Right. Yeah. Because in a month I won't be living with my family. Mm-hmm. And are you going to be proud of the time? Right. And, and yeah. Right. And how am I going to feel mm-hmm. when I look back and say, man, like I had a whole, I had a month left Yeah. and I got to the point where I, I saw that mm-hmm. and I realized I have a month left. And if I chose that, I wasn't going to invest time into them. That would suck. Yeah. Like I would, that would be really it would painful. Hurt you. For me. Yeah. It would hurt you. And then when I did move out, it would be hard for me to, come back and try and build that when only seeing them every so often. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. sometimes you have to put something that's really important to you or someone that you really care about when it comes to a relationship on pause mm-hmm. until you can really focus on them as well. Because I would have gotten to the point where I was trying to focus so much on my family that I might've pushed her away. Yeah. Right. And yeah. again, like that's, she's a good thing. Right. But in this season where I'm trying to focus so much on, on my on myself and getting ready to graduate getting ready to move just growing and growing as well as maintaining these relationships with my family and really just spending as much time with them as i can how am i supposed to balance time with her when i'm trying to give all my time to my family yeah as well as still have time for god so if i spend all day with my family like when i get home from school i spend all all day with my family Mm -hmm. then i spend time with god where does that leave me right and that leaves me with not having enough sleep, which I said earlier, it just turns. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's what, that's what was happening. That's what was happening. And so, and I wasn't able to address that because I do really care about her. And I do. It was a good, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And because it was a good thing, it was hard for me to identify on my own. Yeah. I I needed to create balance. Right. And that's, and that's it. it, But again, this is why these things are important. It's like, this is a valuable self check to say, okay, Jesus talk to me. You know what I mean? Or if or speak through somebody else that can point these things out to me, you know what I'm saying? Like help me figure these things out where I'm messing up. And even for me personally, like I've had I've had issues where, you know, I'm 27 years old and I don't have like a wife or kids right now. And sometimes that really weighs on me. You know what I mean? Like that can be sometimes there's days when I wake up and I'm just like, what the heck? Like why don't I have that yet? Or I'll look at my cousins or I'll look at brothers and things like that, where they have those things. And I'm just like, why don't I have that? Why don't I have that? I must be failing. I must not be doing well. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I start to question so much and it starts to get so heavy that it's like this overwhelming feeling, you know what I mean? And it really, this one for me is super important on on that in particular, because I have to check myself and say, listen, like, I need to focus on what God is putting in front of me. And I need to focus on understanding that the investments I'm making, I need to be proud of in five years. And so even if I'm not maybe putting all the, my time and attention into dating or, you know what I mean, being on social media in people's DMs or texting or going out and like doing these things, like that's not where I'm, my heart needs to be. And that's not where my attention needs to be, especially in the position I'm in right now where I'm responsible for 70 kids, 
You know what I mean? 70 teenagers that are getting ready to be adults and I have a direct influence on their lives. And I have the ability to pour Jesus into their lives and help give them direction and help them advance. You know what I mean? And so it's important, especially for me in those moments where it's like, don't be selfish. Like God gave you the, this influence over these people and God gave you this opportunity. And so for you to focus on anything else and start to get selfish about why you're not where everybody else is or why you don't have the things that you think you should have, it, it it's pulling you away from who you're supposed to be. And we've talked about it plenty of times before. It's like, yo, if you had a fiance right now or if you were married right now, like we wouldn't be no in the relationship we that we have, you right. know? Exactly. And so it's like, even when I look at that, it's like, okay, like humble yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And understand that like, even if you feel like maybe you're not getting what you want or you're not where you want to be, if the future, if the investments you're making now, you're going to be proud of in the future, then you should be okay and content with that. Right. And so that's one that I've definitely had to focus on is making sure that I'm giving, you know, a healthy amount of attention to understanding that, you know, Jesus has a calling for my life and he's putting things in front of me and he's giving me opportunities to do amazing things. And that's what I have to focus on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, as an ending thought, invest. Yes. Invest in to yourself. Invest your time into into God's word. Invest time into spending or invest, you know, invest your time into um, intimate time with the Holy Spirit and invest in your gifts. Yeah. And uh, not that other things are are not that other things are bad or that they'll hinder you, but they will hinder you if you do them in excess and if they get to the point where your focus is solely on them. Yeah. Because your focus should be, should be solely on God. He gave us all of these things to enjoy, but not to focus on and not to distract us from who he is and from his glory. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, we're always with you. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir.